Hello and welcome to the Deep Deep. Thank you for listening. I'm Estrella Taylor, the author of several magical books, including Intuitive Witchcraft and Inspiring Creativity Through Magic, which will be out in July 2023. This podcast is all about bringing awareness, insights, magic, and a romance of the other world to your everyday life. My ultimate goal for this podcast is to empower you to live more magically. Whether you're also on the path of continual evolution like I am, or if you just want to grow spiritually and emotionally, I think you'll find something to love. Hello everyone, it's episode 6 of The Deep Deep, and this week I want to talk about the magic of self-worth. This is a huge topic, and I get a little spicy in this epi because I have some very strong feelings about it, but hang in there, it's all good, and I think that you could come away from this feeling a little bit transformed. For those of you who are patiently waiting for the self-love podcast that I've talked about recently, please hang in there. Um, This topic really just wanted to come through and I follow those intuitive urges. So I wanted to bring you this kind of as a foundation for self-love. So it's kind of like I'm giving you two self-love episodes. As always, I like to start things off with a story to show you how relevant things are to everyday life and how common they are to people, even if they're people like me, who've been around for a while and who've thought some deep thoughts and who've had some good experiences. Um, This happens to everyone. Self-worth is a very common issue that comes up with people. So... I invite you to gather around and listen to the story. When I was first writing books, I don't know, maybe a decade ago, one of my friends from my moon circle started her own business at the same time, and we were totally supporting each other. It was wonderful. This is my friend, Stephanie Palmer. She's the CEO of Awaken Essential Oils, and I had a business with her called the Blessed Bee Box for a while. Uh, And so she had even written a passage in Intuitive Witchcraft about making your own essential oil blend. So if that name rings a bell, that's probably why. But I remember this conversation I had with her. I had just published one of my first books. It was fiction. It was before the Llewellyn contracts. And she was applauding my success. And she asked how it was going for me. And I said something like, oh, it's good. I haven't sold a lot of books yet, but that's okay. I don't expect to make a lot of money at this. And she said something like, I do. I expect to make a living with my essential oils. And I was like, oh, damn. I had forgotten a basic part about magic. And that is that words have a lot of power. And the thoughts behind the words have power too. So I made changes to my mindset and my words just to back myself up more. And I'm so grateful that she was honest about it. And she just brought that to the fore. And, you know, it wasn't a shaming moment at all. It was a celebration of 
victory of success, you know, of anticipating that and attracting financial uh, blessings. And I'm, I'm happy to say that she does make a living with her oils. She makes bank. She's had her products in a lot of different places. And it's amazing. It's, it's truly inspiring. I absolutely love that about her. Um, but yeah, I just love that it was such an incredible teaching moment, even though it was just a mundane slip of, um, you know, thoughts for me. And I know that this might seem like it's kind of basic and it is, you'd be right. But we have a lot of stuff in Taurus right now. So I'm feeling like this is actually really timely. Uh, Taurus is all about learning the basics or, relearning them that's why you know that cycle comes up again for us and I think we need to relearn the basics from time to time because we grow and evolve and the lessons that we learned back then don't apply necessarily to where we are right now or we have to level up our lessons and how we understand them to meet where we are now and to go where we actually want to go And we can all slip up from time to time into bad habits or the habits that we learned growing up. And that's super normal. It's part of the growing process. But of course, the goal is to really establish our self-worth and remind ourselves of it. You know, we, we talk about doing shadow work, but we often don't talk about the work that is standing in our light or standing in our power or standing in our attraction. And, um, you know, it's, it's one thing to gaze at the shadow or gaze at the void and really make friends with it. It's another to make friends with that part of you who can receive success. And I feel like this comes up with self-worth. If you have more self-worth, you're more likely to attract uh, success and be successful and feel successful and know when it comes up and just celebrate it. I still see this among a lot of creative people. Well, they're like, I don't expect to make money. And what's really funny is they're the ones who aren't making as much money. Um, and it's, it's not funny, but it's, it's laughable because it's such a simple fix. We just have to fix how we talk about ourselves and how we think about ourselves and do that practice to be like, yeah, I am worthy of receiving anything, you know, that you want. And this theme has come up a lot with my friends lately. I feel like life is really asking everyone what our boundaries are and what level of BS that we will actually put up with. Um, You know, I've changed a lot over the years since that early conversation. And I've gotten to this place where I can see it much better because the magical practice of self-worth has become a part of my life. It's just routine for me to value myself and to value my contributions. And, you know, if I mess up or anything, I admit it and I move on. I don't linger on it. I don't base my whole life around it. And if, if you're like that, I applaud you. But, you know, this issue can still come up from time to time. And especially, you know, if we once we have that within ourselves, we will start to see other people identify it outside of ourselves and bring it to our attention and kind of like 
throw that energy onto us. And if you're anything like me and that happens, you know, I I just want to say like that can be really confusing when somebody is questioning your self-worth or treating you less than you deserve to be treated. And I'm not saying like there's there's no like prima donna kind of stuff going on, but just like common courtesy, common decency. <laughs> um and and they think they can get away with that kind of behavior. It's really weird to me because I think that they're used to getting away with that behavior with themselves and probably with other people as well. And obviously, it's a huge red flag. And, you know, we should identify that more often. But but like a lot of things, we're not taught to identify when we see a red flag and what to do about it. Um, so that's why we're talking about it now in this podcast. Let's go over some red flags with self-worth. And if you're a people pleaser, I will kindly ask you to take off the rose-colored glasses and put away your white paints. Because we are seeing clearly and we are not painting any red flags white. Not today. So the first red flag I want to bring up is that someone doesn't value you. Instead, they try to diminish you. They might make fun of you or say mean things. We see this a lot in the magical community where people are like, oh, you haven't been trained in XYZ tradition or you don't belong, you're not in a coven or something. Um, Then, you know, what could you possibly know? You're not a real XYZ. (laughs) And I just want to say, please don't accept that. Just no. Don't take it personally though either because I feel like these people in a way they don't know any better and it's not always easy to argue with them about this kind of stuff I just move on you know I see it for what it is it's a failed attempt to make themselves feel better for their traditions or whatever they've got going on because they feel a little bit insecure about it and it's coming out as a lash toward you And I just want to say, you don't have to accept it. The next red flag that comes up is when someone doesn't value your ideas. And as I'm saying these, they're all like external, but they could be your internal self not valuing your ideas or, you know, whatever the context is. So keep that in mind as this is going on. So uh, your ideas are worthy of thought and consideration. Uh, You know, it's okay for you to share your ideas, especially your hopes and dreams and beliefs. But anyone who makes fun of your thoughts and what's important to you is, is just being really stupid. And I really don't want you to listen to that and take that in. I feel like a lot of times this comes up when someone's like, I'm playing the devil's advocate. No, you're just being an ass. Or someone's like, I know more than you. And I feel like they just really are in this superiority trip. And especially if it's about something that's not really that knowable. (laughs) And I just laugh when this stuff comes up because it is transparent AF. But it still comes up. Um, 
Another red flag that I see a lot is people who don't value your boundaries. If you say, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that thing or whatever, and they push back and they have their own agenda about what they want to see happen, that's a huge red flag. It's a sign of disrespect when someone wants to renegotiate your no. And I feel like sometimes it could be appropriate to renegotiate some stuff. But if you have set a boundary and you've said no, or this is what I want, this is what I will tolerate, and someone's just trying to renegotiate all the time, I think that's a really slippery slope. And you have to be really careful with that kind of person because you're just going to get more and more red flags and they're going to build up so high that I mean, you could like make a mountain out of them. So before that happens, you can also just know you can also stand firm in your boundaries. So another red flag that comes up that I get a lot is someone who doesn't value your time. Uh, You know, they could be late all the time. Or when you make plans, they just suddenly aren't available and the reason doesn't make any sense. Like I have this one friend whom I love dearly, but she was supposed to help me with my hair on the day of my wedding. And she was like, okay, uh, I am uh, on my way. And she was about 15 minutes drive away. And she arrived at my house like an hour later. And I was like, I had to do my hair myself. And she was like, I had to get gummy worms from the gas station. And I was like, okay, uh, I'm not dealing with this. Like, um, it was one of those days where I was like, there's no drama. I'm just going to do it myself. And obviously I can't rely upon you. (laughs) But uh, I hope those gummy worms were really good. (laughs) So, you know, I think you can still be friends with people sometimes. If this happens, this kind of thing happens and... I think being excessively late is a concern, being late sometimes or a little late. I I feel like you can brush that under the rug, but it's your time, you know, your time is so valuable. So you have to uh, make those boundaries like the, the previous red flag and just say, you know what, I have allotted that time for something else and it's not up for debates. Um. Another example of this is somebody who um, wanted me to teach them about intuitive witchcraft, but they didn't want to read the book. And and I was like, I am really busy. Um, you know, there's an audio book, right? And they still just wanted uh, me to just teach them face to face. Uh, And obviously, I decline because, like I said, I'm very busy. But, you know, things like this come up all the time. I invite you to take a look at your life and uh, see if this happens to you. And, And actually, at the end of the episode, we're going to go through some basic questions and answers and then some affirmations to kind of round this subject out. I have a couple more red flags. (laughs) Um, if someone doesn't acknowledge or celebrate your accomplishments if they just like steamroll through um, that is a huge red flag 
If you're like, oh my gosh, I finished writing my book, or I finished this painting, or I just graduated from XYZ, and they're like, what's for dinner? (laughs) I understand they may be hungry, they may have an agenda of their own, but it's not really supportive. And someone who just is not ready to hold space for your accomplishments probably doesn't deserve a lot of your presence. And the last red flag I want to bring up in this list, I may have more. (laughs) The last red flag is that they likely don't know you that well and they don't seem to want to get to know you that well. They just want to take advantage of you. They don't want to like make a personal relationship. They just want something from you. And if they can't get something from you, they don't want to hang out they don't want to talk they don't want to do anything um that's a red flag i understand there are business transactions and that's okay there are volunteer uh, obligations if you're a volunteer that's cool that's great that's how the world works but i'm talking about in your friendships in your family life in your relationships where there is a deeper meaning and it's not just some kind of like business transaction or some kind of charity work that you're doing. If someone doesn't want to take the time to get to know the real you, oftentimes I think that this is pretty transparent that they could be using you for stuff. So take heart. (laughs) So I want to ask some questions now to help you feel through this because I raised a lot of red flags that may be relevant for your life. I invite you now to just listen and see what comes up for you. So my first question is, how often do feelings of negative self-worth come up for you? Is it daily weekly, monthly, never. So are you doing the negative talking to yourself or is somebody else? And it's okay if you just want to think about one instance right now. Just identify who's doing the negative talking the most. When it comes up, do you accept it or do you talk back? And what does it feel like in your body when your self-worth is questioned? What can you do in this situation to reclaim your energy, your magic, and your power? When these things happen, you have a choice. Do you put up with the bad behavior of others or do you make changes that will actually help your life? 
like I said, it's often a slippery slope. One thing can lead to another, and before you know it, your boundaries are pushed and you feel angry that it's happened so much, but there's this pattern and this expectation that it's going to be okay. And it's not okay, right? Well, I have a feeling that you're going to evolve, that you're going to make wise choices, and you're going to choose to do something about this. Because anyone who listens to this podcast is on a growth path of one kind or another, and it's so wonderful. I just want to applaud you for just showing up to this episode because it can be a lot to even bring up this kind of feeling. So before I go, I want to end everything on a more positive note because I really believe in stirring the pot, uh, taking out the gunk, and then helping the pot reach a steady state where it can be more delicious, I guess, is where that metaphor is going. <laughs> so take a deep breath with me. And just receive these messages any way you like. You have the power to make decisions that are best for you. You can stand in your power and claim your worth. You can make changes in your life to empower yourself. When you value yourself, you feel better. And lastly, you can do it. I want you to just feel that energy, that capability within you, and claim your self-worth. Even if it's just a small percentage, that's okay. I feel like I've come so far on my own journey, and if this podcast does anything, I want to inspire you to take this journey of reflection and renewal and awareness so that you can feel this magical life kind of unfolding all around you. And like I said before, self-worth has a lot to do with a magical life. It has a lot to do with how much we have the power to attract good things and repel negative things. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you and living your magical life. Thank you for coming into the deep, deep with me. I'm Estrella Taylor. Until next time.
limited time, you can get a book dedicated to you and signed by me for 20% off the usual price. Head over to my website at astreataylor.com, look at the offerings, and pick up a few freebies while you're at it.